Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name is Jeffrey Davis, and we consistently stream stories of entrepreneurship and how people are dealing with chaos in this economy and change. Every week, we like to speak with Mark Furman, a director and partner at the law firm of Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers, Entrepreneurship and the Law. I'm going to be joined today by my producer, Nathan Gobes. Welcome back, Mark. Hello, Jeffrey and Nathan. Great to be with you. Uh, thank you, Mark. You Thanks, know, Mark, Mark, you have to turn on the news every day. There's just things that affect business every single day. Well, there really are. Um, and uh, we're coming into that time of the year where uh, the United States Supreme Court uh, renders uh, many decisions that impact not just business, but society, people. And um, we, we saw yesterday uh, that uh, there was a leak of a draft decision of the Roe versus uh, a case that is uh, may overturn Roe versus Wade, which has been the law of the land uh, for 50 years approximately. And uh, so, you know, it's never happened before that in, in my uh, lifetime that I'm aware of that a decision was leaked. Um, it's from February, so it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the final decision, but it is uh, incredible to me that uh, this leak uh, occurred. And, you know, that's certainly uh, one of the most consequential decisions of this term for the Supreme Court when it comes out. Uh, but there are other uh, decisions too, which I think it makes sense for us to to follow, and some of them, even when they don't directly deal with business issues, have relevance actually. So you know, we've talked from time to time about the First Amendment, uh, freedom of speech, and uh, um, and religion and uh, association, and uh, Yesterday, an important decision came out, a unanimous decision against the city of Boston, which had uh, denied a permit to a, a Christian organization relating to uh, flags at City Hall. Um, and uh, interesting that all uh, nine judges on the Supreme Court found that Boston's uh, refusal to grant the permit was a violation of the first uh, uh, of, of the First Amendment, and you know we're we're seeing this Supreme Court um, um, religious rights uh, is a consistent theme. We've seen it in uh, the various mandates and the need to have religious uh, exemptions to some of the COVID mandates. Um, and, I, and I do think that um, the majority um, of, of the court, that's going to continue. But here, the Boston case, uh, they're making, uh, you know, this, this part of, uh, the city available to other speech, but they weren't making it available to uh, religious speech. 
and uh, um, you know they don't have to make it available flat, flying a flex or whatever. But if they're going to make it available, they cannot leave out uh, religious organizations. So it just it really um, it really shows you the power of this aspect of the First Amendment. And um, so, you know, from the employer perspective, you got to look at, um, you know, are you treating uh, folks who have strong religious convictions? Um, are, are you respecting those? Um, you know, that seems to be an important um, an important part of the legal analysis right now. And, you know, the First Amendment, it's, it's the first amendment to the Constitution. It's, it's, uh, it's a very important amendment. And I, uh, obviously, it's, it's fundamental. It what's, uh, allows us to get on our uh, soapbox and uh, express ourselves against things that we think are outrageous, whether they're political uh, uh, figures or policies. And, you know, we don't get arrested for it. It's a wonderful thing. Um, and, uh, but there are limits to it. And I think in, uh, I think it's worth talking about some of those limitations um, in other other times we get together that do limit what speech uh, business owners can uh, are subject to and how they may be liable for things they say. Um, so I, I think focusing a little bit on the First Amendment might be a useful thing for business owners. Well, you know, what I'm seeing from my perspective is that, is that the voice of labor, of employees, of staff uh, about what they believe their rights are is getting stronger. And employers are having to get a lot more sensitive to listening to requests from employees, staff, uh, people of specific, you know, origins or backgrounds, but also labor. And, you know, management is hypersensitive to not get themselves into a problem. They don't want a problem. Uh, yes, and it's hard to avoid problems because, uh, um, well, you know, just to add context, it's a tough economy. There's inflation, there's a war, there's COVID, there's supply chain issues, there's staffing issues, there's over, you know, and employers are under a lot of pressure, and it's very easy under a lot of pressure to say and do things that you may regret afterward and not realize you're doing it at the moment. So there's, yeah. there's these, it's like, it's like a, two storms coming out against each other. Yes, and the, uh, you know, labor shortage um, coupled with the, uh, flexibility for many uh, folks in terms of where they work. It just really changes the environment. I mean, look, it's interesting, the change you see with Starbucks, right? That, you know, Starbucks under attack 
for anti-union activities. Whereas in the past, Starbucks uh, at least had a reputation as a very progressive employer. Um, but, you know, you got fierce union activities and, and criticism of uh, its uh, CEO for the third time, um, it, its founder for, uh, you know, I think promising benefits for non-union uh, stores that, that uh, uh, compared to union stores. And he has uh, put a stake in the ground to defend himself. Yeah, which is going to be interesting. So you have non-union shops getting benefits, which I understand, and then union shops not getting the same benefits. And I'm sure that that does not help their wanting to pledge, get pledges. So you're looking at uh, two groups who are going to dig in. And and look what's going on with uh, Twitter also with Elon Musk purchasing uh, Twitter and what the uh, feelings that people have about it, that, uh, that he may uh, allow folks who aren't on Twitter, like uh, former President Trump, who were uh, uh, taken off Twitter by um, the prior ownership. And, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, this goes back to the First Amendment stuff that we started with Jeffrey. It's just, you know, who should be allowed to speak? What should they be allowed to say? How do you deal with uh, information that you think is misinformation? Uh, you know, all these issues are really hot in our in our society. Well, Mark, uh, I hope we can continue to talk about this every week because I think it's really relevant to business, all these trends going on, uh, what's going on for everybody. Uh, very topical, uh, Roe versus Wade, you know, union, non-union rights speaking. Uh, if somebody were looking for you, a Tarla Breeder, Hart and Rogers, corporate attorney looking for advice on how to stay safe and navigate these times, how would they find you? I can be reached at M. Furman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at T-B-H-R-Law.com, or at 617-218-2025. And that is, and it was, Mark Furman, Entrepreneurship and the Law. Thank you very much, Mark, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you, Jeffrey and Nathan.